Do you consider yourself normal? Then this is not the show for you. Please go somewhere else. This is WYRD. If it's getting weird, it's got to be the Weird Mountain Gals show. You're listening to Byron and Alicia, the Weird Mountain Gals. Hello, pitiful ringer. I just run out. I can't help it. It's been a crazy week, as you well know. I do. And I just, I run out. I just run out. Plum run out. Well, I'm doing all right. Well, it's better to run out than to run off. You know. Uh, are you in an OFT? OFT. Are you in the OFT? Oh, yep. I'd love to run off. Well, we ran off one time last year. You and me did. I'm getting kind of spring feverish, you know? Yeah. Have you had a, any of your spring tonic yet? You know I have. Oh. I, start, I started out like I always do. I wrote about this in one of my books, that every time spring comes around and the chickweed gets started, mm-hmm. I just, I like get down on my hands and knees and I eat it like a cow. <laughs> I I just like, mm, here's the chickweed, better be having that. Oh. And I just started eating the damn chickweed. I know, it's crazy, isn't it? It is That's crazy. You know, that reminds me of a story. This is kind of an off, well, I'm not going to tell you all the details of it. So there was this okay. camping trip, and it was my guy friends. No gals invited. Yeah. So the guys did what guys do. And they had a really good evening and so on and so forth. And they hunted the hill. And it was blueberry time. Oh. So Selby went missing. And they found him. He had wandered off. And he found him a a big, giant blueberry patch. And he was standing there just eating the blueberries. He was like standing right at the bush. They said he could have hugged it. And I guess he had intended, because there's this weird phenomenon that happens with these guys, and this is one of the reasons I adore them, is when when we go camping, when they go camping, or we go camping, or whatever, they turn into these gourmet cooks. And oh, so, that's nice. yeah, it's it's really nice because we'll camp so that they can hunt, fish, gather, and then we eat this really wonderful food, and they usually cook it. So Selby had been out gathering blueberries to make some pancakes with, <laughs> and he just liked it so much. Now, that's where that's when they started calling him Huggy Bear, because they said he was huh? like just hugging the. The bush there. Did you say honey bear? Huggy bear. Huggy bear. Oh my god, I gotta remember that for the next time I see that boy. They, hey. al- <laughs> they also call him the X Man. Now, why do they call him that, or can I ask? Well, because of that X chromosome situation. Because he's got only girls. He's oh. <laughs> the X Man. Yes. Bless his heart, he does have all the girls. Does he? he does. I wonder if anybody calls him by his first name. <laughs> I, well, you know, you said that, and I had to stop and think, what is his first name? Yeah. But I know, I 
Yeah, yeah. Well, I've, he's been Selby to me forever. I'm so well, glad to. What is that? Oh. <laughs> Huggy Bear. Craig is the one who named him Huggy Bear. Oh, that does not surprise me no. for a tiny minute. <laughs> a crazy boy. Yeah. How's he doing down at the beach? I think he's doing really well. I haven't heard much from him. That means he's busy, and that's good. Making money. Oh, yeah. I don't I think he's working that. on a tan, that's for sure. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Craig. We can crow that out. Poor old Craig. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, Craig Craig is one of the good ones. But I got to tell you, there's a lot of them that I'd just like to wring their damn necks. Sorry. sorry. Oh. And what I mean is people who dabble in these realtors. Oh, I, I can't even go there. Oh. Uh. It just breaks my heart. Y'all don't know that during the pre-show, me and Alicia cussed developers. We cussed Ugh. the leadership of this county. We cussed them like they have not been cussed. I bet they were the last 10 minutes. sitting in their, their yuppie vehicles, drinking their yuppie Starbucks, and I bet they just were driving along, and all of a sudden they just went, and their neck jerked, and that was when you and me. That's when we were going off on them. Well, I hope so. I, I'd like to see more in their necks, jerk. Uh, uh, I'll never they forget. I'll uh, just, it, it, you know, it tears me up because these times, like telling you about Huggy Bear and how Selby got that name, those are the precious times. And I mean that really literally because I don't know if my nephew is going to, if he lives a long life, I don't know if he'll be able to go out in the woods and camp. I don't know that yeah. we're going to have any of it left. Yep, that's exactly right. We're just uh, the stupidest damn species sometimes. And that's the only word you can use is stupid. And the thing about this, I mean, I always say the thing about it is many things about it. But the big thing is, that we are greedy, greedy, greedy. Yeah. And uh, and enough is never enough. It's mm -hmm. got to be more. Right. And if if I can buy something cheap and sell it very, very dear, then I don't think about what the consequences of that mm -hmm. are. Mm -hmm. I don't have to because it's about making money. Well, this whole use of resources is what tears me up. It's, there is no such thing as an infinite resource when we're talking about physical things. No, there's not. And, and to think that we just are, have this never-ending supply of land and air and water and oil or whatever, whatever, that's just stupid. It flies in the face of science. It flies in the face of logic. And for those of us out there who... Never mind. I, you know, I just need to calm it down because I was getting ready to go. I could feel I myself I revving up. <laughs> I tell you, take a deep breath. Just deep breath. Ooh. There you go. There you go. Because, you know, because we all know there's not a damn thing we can do about mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. Well, I remember, I'm going to tell you a story. Okay. I love stories. <laughs> there was a fella named Charles Taylor. Have you ever heard of him? I've heard of several Charles Taylors. <laughs> this is the one that was in politics. Oh, yes. Yeah. I know him well. Yes. So during the time that he was in politics, one of the programs that he 
proposed to kind of help the far western part of the state was to go into the Joyce Kilmer National Forest. Oh God, remember that? Yeah, the Joyce Kilmer National Forest, which is the last virgin forest east of the Rockies. Okay? Yep. Last one and clear cut it. Yeah, well, he, why not? Because that's good timber. Right. He had all kinds of reasons that we needed to clear cut that land. And my grandpa was very much against that. Oh, good. And he was in politics. And this is one of his bigger fights through the decades that he was in politics. And I remember that Charles Taylor, and he was saying, well, look at, look at Frank here. Look at Frank doesn't want your the population to go to work while we would find your men jobs driving those trucks and they'd make seven and a half dollars an hour. And see back then that was a lot of money. Yeah and sadly it's it's what uh, the minimum wage is right now still after all these years. <laughs> that's, that's another one of those you don't want to get me started on that. <laughs> but uh, yeah and and boy he had he being my grandpa had a real hard time for a while there because the county was the poorest county in the state. It had a 32% unemployment rate that was the highest in the state and it hit that every single year. So to say that it was poor, it was poor there. Graham County in North Carolina was the Harlan County of Kentucky. You see? Yeah. Oh yeah. And without all the serious problems that Harlan does, but Graham has its own problems, set of problems, and that was one of the things that he fought really, really hard, and he won. My little grandpa won, yay! Oh, but he had a lot of people on his side, and and the townsfolk did not appreciate it at all. They no, didn't appreciate not. it. Because <laughs> jobs, because we need them, to, we need them jobs. Yeah. And nobody will stop to think, and nobody has the walnuts in their pants <laughs> to say how long this job's going to last. Right, exactly. Is it going to last long enough to, for us to spend three years clear-cutting this 10 acres, yeah. if it takes that? Are they going to last then, as long as those trees lasted? Right, right. Do and we have the, the right? Well, yeah, I mean, right up front I'm going to tell you, no, we don't have the right, but plenty of people would tell you that the government and uh, and respected leaders in the community can make that decision because well, the people are more important. Well, yeah, the people are important, but why don't we stop and look at bringing in something that's going to be long-lasting and enduring? Exactly. Well, so you've got a job that pays you that much, and it's going to pay you that for 20 years. Exactly. Or pay you that till you retire. Uh, you know what I think about it. Is, is, I it's all a bunch of bunkum. Is that what you think about it? Because that's what I think it is. Well, that's the nicest way to put it. It is. That's the nicest so, way to put it. So glad for the name of my county yeah. being yeah. a byword for BS. <laughs> well, and that's what it is. And you know what? I keep thinking of something that my granny said to me a long time ago. And, and, and I'm in agreement. And that is, excuse me, but you don't shit your nest. Why do we do this as a species? Why do we go in and just take over everything and not think about what we're doing to the place that we live? Doesn't make because any sense we, at all. Because, because we don't care. 
because we don't give a good damn about it. <laughs> as long as I can be in my gated community or I can have a heliport on top of this ball, as long as it's me, 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 and I've made my money somewhere else, probably cheating other people out of their land, then it's all okay. Because yeah. I don't care what happens downriver. Yeah. And I don't care, you know, what they say is, well, I mean, that's all downstream. Well, you know what, buddy? We're all downstream of somewhere. And even those people in the damn gated communities on top of a ball, sooner or later, they are going to need a fire truck to get up there. Yeah. Sooner or later, they're going to have to figure out where their water is coming from. Sooner or later. And that's going to affect plain, regular people like us sooner. Uh -huh. Sooner or later, their house is going to slide down the damn mountain. Oh, amen and hallelujah. Sooner or later, they're going to have runoff into all of our creeks and, and, and woods and stuff so that it just ruins it. Well, because why would we want to have a law against that? That might stop a developer from coming in. Uh, well, good. Well. Good. And you know, and that thing over there, that might hurt your property values. Uh, don't even start on the property values. Because if you have got a commitment to a community and a neighborhood, all elevating your property values does, it makes you pay more taxes. Right. And right now they're reevaluating all the goddamn mm -hmm. county. Yeah. We are all going to have to pay more taxes on this land. Yep. And you know, where's that money going to get pissed away to? Some damn developer. <laughs> It'll get pissed away to the Chamber of Commerce again. You know, as I'm driving down the road this morning, coming towards the cottage, I'm passing all these McMansions in the cow field where the cows should be. And here's all these McMansions, and I'm thinking, wow, we are so overdeveloped here. What are we doing to ourselves? And as I'm driving, I see a billboard advertising this place. And it's like, come here. This is the greatest place to move to. What are they thinking? They are thinking about big old dollar signs and money going in the bank. That's what they think. Mm. We've got a house in our neighborhood. Now, this has been a decade ago or more. Yeah. And that damn house had been, you know, owned by some elderly person for years and years and years. And some smart ass, probably from Florida, came in and bought it. And flip, that house flipped three times that day. Wow. That day. That day? Yes, that day. So that fella bought it, and I'm assuming it's a fella, but it might not be. That person bought it at like 10 o'clock in the morning, and they sold it about noon. And then the person who bought it sold it about 3. Oh, my God. And every time, the price went up almost double. Oh, my gosh. Because people come in here. And they come from a market where a little old bungalow is going to cost you a million and a half dollars. And they come in here and go, oh, you mean I only have to pay a quarter of a million dollars? Sure, well, uh, that doesn't seem so bad. Well, we all know that damn house isn't worth $45,000. Uh, we all know it. But they've come in from somewhere else and go, well, I can pay that. Yeah, and that's exactly what it is. It is. That's exactly what it is. And I'll, oh, I'll now, never now forget. I'm all riled up. Sorry. Yeah, no, that's all right. Um, these these are important conversations, and we're talking about things that are important in my life, too. I keep thinking about, while you were saying that stuff, I was agreeing, I was nodding my head. I was thinking about that developer who came into town, and he was one of the ones who developed that monstrosity up there on Long Shoals Road. Yes. Again, where the cow field used to be. Yep. And 
I remember driving past it in the early morning and thinking to myself, this is the last time I'm going to ever see this cow field. And I'd been yeah. driving past it or riding past it most of my life. And I was right, sure enough. It's this big concrete. But hey, it's got a movie theater. Woohoo! And it's got some trendy restaurants. Woohoo! Again. So, but I'll never forget talking to him. And up in Oteen, there was a beautiful arts and craft cottage. And it was one of the ones that got torn down to be the entrance for this these multi-whatever units that they've yep. got back there now. And I said something to him because we were on a, oh gosh, it was some sort of a, a business networking thing. No, I'm sorry. It was a ribbon cutting. That's, what a, that's how far off track I was at that time in my life. I was uh, part of a chamber team that went out and did ribbon cuttings. Okay. So I always felt like, an, like a trader every time I hung out with those people, but I still hung out with them, so I guess I was a trader. But <laughs> oh, I know, isn't that awful? I didn't really like them, but I thought that's what you did in business is that you networked and you worked with chambers and stuff like that. Oh, and I yeah, I guess. So this guy, and if he's listening, I, I'm glad. I hope he knows what an impression he made on me. I said something to him about the, the arts and crafts cottage, that's what they call them, that was sitting there, and it had been there, you know, forever. It was probably mm -hmm. 75 years old at the time. And he said, ah, that's got to go. And I said, what? Can't stand in the way of progress. And mm -hmm. he just went on as if he didn't, didn't hear another word I said. And it was one of those little lady moments where I was the little lady. And as soon as I made that, as soon as I asked him that question, he just, I became negligible in his mind. Yeah, oh, she she's one of those. Person. Yeah. 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 She's one of those. Is I, I could hear it in his mind. So I never did any business with him, and I never will. And that's just, <laughs> that's just the way it is. But I, I remember he gets that moment. everything he deserves. I'm sure. Everything. I'm sure he will, one way or another. You know, people always do, but we may yeah. not be around to see it. And we may not I know what it is. Always, I don't know that they always do. I think they do. We may not be around to see it. You know why I say that? Because water always finds its balance. You see? Yeah, but people are more assholes than water is balanced. <laughs> water, can also, water can also be dammed up. And water can be polluted. Yeah, it water, can. water can be made toxic. Thank you, Japan and everyone else. Water is being made toxic. It is. Yeah. We should, it would probably horrify us if we took all of the trash that's floating in the ocean and put it together. It'd pro well, I, I wonder how big it that. would be. I think you can find that online where people have figured out how much it is and all the stuff from cruise ships and wherever else it comes from. I don't know all the places it comes from. Oh, yeah. Well, some people are smart, and they build themselves a floating palace on top of it, you know, well, because that stuff always floats. Yeah, why would you need a palace, number one, or floating? I, I'm, just, yeah. <laughs> I'm just ill with all of it, to be honest. I'm turning into that, that curmudgeon person. 
Yeah, I'm turning into that. You know, I don't want to be that angry person, but I love every one of the seasons. They call us the city of four seasons where I live, and there's a reason for that. And I love all the four of the seasons, and I hate what is going on to ruin it. I hate well, that. Because they don't care. Yeah. And then once they've ruined it here, then they'll go somewhere else and ruin it. Yeah. It's hard not to. It's hard for me not to just. It's hard for me because I yeah. don't want to be that angry person. So what is the answer? I guess the answer is for me to close my eyes when I'm driving. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is not the answer. You don't think so? <laughs> I don't think it is. I think, you, I think the we have to, and you and I talk about this a lot. We got to love it while it's here. Yeah. That's all. You got, and do what things you can do. That's true. That's That's actually very true and wise. And we do what we can do. And you're right about that, too. Yeah. So, and I know some folks who do some amazing things. And what we could do, if we had the walnuts in our pants to do it, is that we could stop electing people who love developers. <laughs> uh, you reckon? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, that's just never going to happen around here. No, I don't believe it is. You, ha you had quite a colorful metaphor to describe to describe them earlier when we were not being recorded. <laughs> yes, uh, it, but I'm afraid most of that would have had to be crowed out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it was a good run. You had a really good run there. Well, <laughs> ever, ever so often I'll get I'll get on <laughs> city council, or county commissioners, or something, and then I'll get a little note from one of the electeds that I that I'm friends with on social media, and they'll go. Now that just doesn't help to blah blah blah. <laughs> the Democrats are doing, and I just I respond with, "I am a native Buncomium, <laughs> and, and my family has been in this county since the late 1800s, and before that we were in the surrounding counties. So you need to know all that. The other thing you need to know is I am not a Democrat, so <laughs> I don't give I don't give a good <laughs> damn what it does to the Democrats. Well, and let me also say, not a Republican, so don't give a good <laughs> damn what it does to them either. Oh, you're so meek and mild. I know. You I'm need to be a little more controversial. I'm ladylike. <laughs> yes, yes, you are. So you reminded me of something, though. What? Now, you know how we were talking a couple of weeks ago about... Uh, Pentecostals and how they speak in tongues. Mm -hmm. You know that rant you went on this morning. <laughs> Is that me speaking in tongues? Is do you suppose that it's the same mechanism in place? I bet it is. Because we were we were both kind of into it. We were we both were. pretty mad. I mean, it wasn't as it wasn't as Pentecostal as the Pentecosts are, you know, or it was New Agey as New Age Pentecosts are. They kind of make it into a joke sometimes. Have you ever seen them joke about speaking in tongues? They'll be like... No, and I don't ever want to see them doing that because that's, you know, that's somebody else's holy stuff. And if they're going to joke about it, then they're going to joke about anybody's stuff. They do. Or maybe I was just hanging out with the wrong crowd or something. It's a very interesting phenomenon, but I really think that's what me and you were doing. It was our version of it. 
or Getting tongues, letting it roll out, letting the truth roll on. Yeah. Roll on, roll on. You know, sometimes I think auctioneers, good auctioneers, kind of do the same thing. Golly, I tell you what, I could listen to Johnny Penland sell uh. a box of crap all day long. <laughs> Did and I haven't heard him in years since, you know, they ran him out down here. Yeah, I know. But it's so trendy there now. Oh, yes. Oh, God, yes. Let's put another hotel down there so I can't get to my damn house. Right. Let's just do that. That'd be good. And, you know, I saw the biggest rats out in the broad daylight there back when I was driving it as a shortcut. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's just right down the road from the big dump. So, there were huge rats down there, along with those trendy restaurants. I hope they did something about that. Well, we, we don't know, and we won't know, and we can't know. Yeah. There's uh, somebody on, I, I swear I will get, I'll stop beating this dead horse in one minute. But there's somebody on the radio today talking about, well, some of us remember how Asheville was in the 90s when they were boarded up places downtown and blah, 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 and there weren't a bunch of restaurants. And I'm, I found myself being really nostalgic for that. It was like, well, I remember when you could go downtown and you could get a decent meal and you didn't, and parking was okay. Yeah. And there was a lot of stuff to do, but maybe it wasn't, you know, Urban Outfitters or whatever trendy crap you oh, might be going to. There's always a bookstore and a decent place to get a beer and all that stuff, and so now, we don't have a lot of that. I mean, it's certainly not in a way that's affordable. I know it. So, of what you're hearing in the background was the yard man came by, and yes. so you think you were mad before when we were talking uh, about real estate. Uh-oh. Oh, my gosh. Oi, oi, and oi. Is, is it the groundhog? <sighs> Should I tell her? Yeah. All right. I'm going to tell you. Mess. Are you are you sitting down? I am, but I got scissors in my hand. Oh, so. well, all right. So the good thing is, uh, the yard man has finally, after a long time of battling multiple groundhogs, <laughs> he has finally shored up the house so that the groundhogs could not get in anywhere that there was the standard housing. Uh -huh. Okay, so he he did it by using mini cement tiles and lots and lots of things that were done. So the adjective for the groundhog is belligerent, and they don't appreciate it at all, and they consider no. that they own this place. The other day came out, and the groundhog was so pissed off about it. <laughs> that it had literally, and I'll send you the picture, chewed through the basement door. Oh my gosh. And just because it's an asshole, it kicked over a potted plant that I had sprouting, and it knocked over some bricks. Just cause well, it's an ass. Well, I hope it has enjoyed living its life, cause you know the next thing it's gonna go down there, it's a big old tray of poison. Oh, Byron. <laughs> oh, hell yes. She's... 
That's exactly what's going to happen. And you, then you know what I'm going to do? Skin it. And I'm going to put its, its corpse on the door. Do it. That's a good, yeah. I know what you're, yes. Wherever you want, I don't care. Yes, just do it. But I was laughing because right when you said that, I hear the yard man in the background, and he sounded just like Lurch. He was going, <laughs> he was growling like Lurch. Well, we're we going to have to fix that little problem. Oh, well, I've got a photograph. If you if you really want me to, I, can. I can't believe I got to replace that damn door. I was pissed because that's an old door. That's a big. Yeah. You know what? Don't oh, throw no, it away. That door's not that old. Well, it looks that old now that yeah, the groundhog's got a hold of it. It's not so old. <laughs> yeah. I just hate to replace it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's what a waste. That's all right. Sons of bitches. Actually, we could probably, you know, they make this uh, metal kind of a kick plate for That's the bottom exactly of doors. That's exactly what's going to go on there is a big metal kick plate. For the bottom, and yeah, it's in the indoor. Yeah, 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 we should do but that. But I'll do that after I've poisoned him. <laughs> so, so we're here talking how respectful we are of the earth and the planet and everything in it. Yeah, well, I you know. Gotta, you got to earn some respect too, buddy. That's all I'm saying. That is true. So, Byron. Yeah, ma'am. When I was doing graphic design all the time, I used to say that the biggest part of my job was picking out the right font. <laughs> I know, and I've got such bad font taste. Do you? I really do. And the stuff that I think is so cute, oh, I just love that. People are like, oh, papyrus. <laughs> Nobody wants to use that crap. Oh, it looks terrible. <laughs> so I just have to acknowledge that, you know, like my taste in coffee, which is neg negligible, I just don't have any good taste when it comes to fonts. I don't, and I wish I did. Sort of. I mean, no, I don't care. <laughs> I don't know what to say about it. Fonts well, are so... I'm glad you've got good font taste since you'll be picking out the font for these cars. I, I, I don't know if I have good font taste or not. It's a complicated subject for me. You know, I, I once taught an eight-week class about fonts. I mean, I can get I can get way into it, just like you can with literature or herbs. Or I've got my subjects. Yeah. Mine are boring, though. This uh, the deck. These are your these are subjects that are near and dear, aren't they? Well, I mean, yeah. It's 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 the things all around me in the region that I love, and doing them has been a lot of fun. I I grew up drawing pictures of things. I saw my cousin, I don't know, a couple years ago, and she uh, she still had some of those old drawings we had done when we were kids. Mm. And we had, I remember we had a, like an old scrapbook that was full of pictures, and it, it was horses, self-hand and traced. <laughs> and we had drawn some of them, but some of them we traced out of magazines or whatever. But boy, we loved drawing horses. Oh gosh, we did it all the time. That was one of my favorite things to draw too. 
I love drawing horses, and I would start with the skull, you know, the face, and then from there I learned how to draw the rest of it. Yeah, boy, you brought that memory right back. Do you remember the first thing you ever drew? Pardon? Do you remember the first thing you ever drew? No, I was drawing, as soon as I held a crayon or a pencil, I was drawing pictures. Really? Yeah. Wow. I, no, I said I remember the first thing. I drew I drew all the time, and when I wasn't drawing, I was doodling, and all, you know, all that. I did it always, always, mm. always. And I just haven't done a lot of it recently, so it's been really nice to get back to doing some of that designing this deck. It's been well, a, real, a real pleasure to, you know, get out the watercolors. Though I, I posted a picture on social media, the watercolors I'm using to do these prototypes is a little tiny, little tin thing of watercolors that <laughs> is not, it's not as big as the palm of your hand. <laughs> and it's the kind of thing that you, you buy for 50 cents or whatever and give them to children to play with you know yeah. it's like a favor at a birthday party one of yeah. those kind of things yeah <laughs> uh, and i keep thinking i'll break out the good watercolors when i actually do the paintings but i might not i might just do them all with that little bit of tin of baby watercolors i don't know <laughs> i love watercolors my favorite wet medium it's uh really unique i like the i like everything that i've seen you know i'm picky about graphics I know you and, are. And I will tell you. And you were you were so funny when we were first talking about it. I said, "Well, I'm gonna draw the pictures," and you went, "What? <laughs> You're gonna do what?" <laughs> and I forget that there are people that don't know that I do that or have done that. Yeah, no, I had no idea. It's like people don't know that I uh, did theater for years. Now that uh, I know, because I haven't done it in a long time. So yeah. it's it's funny to to say things like that and. People go, you did what? You what now? Yeah, no, I had no idea how it was going to turn out. But I thought, well, she's inspired. She's got a clear idea in her brain. You know, when I used to deal with clients, they they would come to me. And it's like they wouldn't have any idea. They just knew, hey, I want to make money, and this is some idea. And... <laughs> I want to make money. I just want to make money. Yeah. I yeah. guess I'm not thinking about making money with this, but we've got had some interest in them, so that's nice. Yeah, it's very nice. Well, I'm interested, and you know what you were telling me today, that I was taking notes about uh, each individual card and stuff. That blows me away. I can't wait till they get out. I cannot wait. Me too. Yeah. So. And the next, the next thing, y'all, if y'all listening, is that we are going to, get some prices on printing this deck mm -hmm. so that we can get an idea what it's, what it's really going to cost. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have big aspirations, y'all. So. Yeah. Somehow, I don't think we're going to get rich doing this, but golly, it is sure is a lot of fun. It has been so far. It yeah, has and y'all, uh, I'll put this on social media too, but I've been calling it a divining deck because it's not a tarot deck. Mm -mm. Now, Alicia came up with the Revelator deck, the Weird Mountain Revelator deck. And why don't you tell them where the, where, what else Revelator was used for? <laughs> uh, you mean the song? Well, 
when we were the revelators. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You were for a hot minute. Oh. We were a little bitty group called the Revelators. That's right. I forgot that's that. And our I'll fly away got us into trouble. That's right. That's when we went to that church and and did that the concert. Yeah, the feeding seed. And I think it was a sold-out show, wasn't it? I think it was. And that's the first place I met the yard man. (laughs) First time I met him, he was very nice and kind. I don't think he had a beard. No, he sure didn't have what he got now. (laughs) The ZZ Top special? (laughs) Well, I was thinking he looks like a great Hebrew patriarch. Oh, my God. It gets longer every time I see it. (laughs) Got you, didn't I? You know what I told him? And we may have to crow this out, and we will if you want me to. I told him that when he goes back out into the world after his great adventure for the last few weeks, that he needs to have it braided into one long braid. And then oh the bottom, the, t- the just the very bottom of the braid, he needs to dye it either pink or light blue. And he needs to put on like a bright tie-dye t-shirt to wear in. Oh, my God. And, just, and then he just needs to walk in, just kind of shuffle in shell-shocked and be like, <laughs> just be like, man, it changes you, man. <laughs> And and just watch people back away slowly. Oh my gosh. I, he needs to get in one of them body cams like the police have. Yeah, when he does it, yeah. He yeah. Does. So it's just right on his chest and he's <laughs> all the people seeing him coming in there. Oh yeah. I don't think he's ever not worn black. He's the yard man in black. He is. <laughs> anyway, enough of the yard man. And speaking of the yard man, I can tell that there's some some warfare going to go on here any minute now dum 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 do you hear that down there it's war of course it's been war for a while it has it really has has been crazy bad about getting those guys out Uh, of the basement well he's been very proactive about it and that's good that's good, but yeah. unfortunately, evidently, this is like the 50th or 60th generation of them, and they just homestead here. Well, they can't. I so. guess it's in their DNA at this point. You know how the, the salmon always swim up, up river to go spawn? <laughs> <laughs> the groundhogs always come to this basement. I don't know what the, I don't know what the yard man would do if suddenly salmon appeared down in the basement. <laughs> What? He'd eat good. <laughs> That's what he'd do. He'd eat real well. That's right. We'd well, all get a little bit fat on that, wouldn't we? Oh, yeah. Oh, I love me some salmon. Mm, me too. On a salad? On top of a salad? Uh-huh. I'll throw any protein on a salad, just about. Yeah, and I just love salmon any old way. I'll even eat salmon croquettes. Mm, 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 mm. Well, hey, we talked about problem. food. <laughs> I can't make those today, though, because I did a corned beef yesterday. Yeah. We're going to be eating on that for who knows how long. That sounds good. I'm going to drop some off at my neighbor's later. There you go. That's the thing to do. Be neighborly. Well, well I'm going to get going. Yeah, me too. i got to go to the post office and, you know, all that, all that stuff you got to go. Wait. 
It's Friday. I gotta get something done. Yeah. Well, it's Friday. It's two twenty in the afternoon. You know what that means? What? That means that you might as well walk anywhere you're going because you'll get there faster. It's true. It's yeah. true. There we go. Damn. Anyway. <laughs> we circled really... around back to the beginning, didn't we? Yes, we did. <laughs> yes, All right. We... Say, let's say our Appalachian goodbye. Yeah, Appalachian goodbye. <laughs> Bye, y'all. We're just so pleased and happy that you all spend some time with us every week and and let us hear from you. We'd love that. Absolutely. I appreciate all the new friends that we've met. And uh-huh. additionally, if you know somebody who would be a good fit for this podcast, if you'd turn them on to us. We're pretty much everywhere now, so you can just log into your favorite place and find us or just come over to Facebook. What a terrifying thought that we're everywhere. (laughs) Yeah, I know it is. (laughs) Bye, y'all. You take care, okay? Bye, Byron. See you soon. Bye, darling. See ya. You've been listening to the Weird Mountain Gals with Byron and Alicia. Tune in next time. When we'll hear Byron say, It must be big, Gomez, that's all I'm saying. And Alicia says, What are they thinking? Well, I don't know what they were thinking, but I know what I'm thinking. I think that's enough show for today. Tune in next week for more weirdness from Byron and Alicia. Until then, stay weird, y'all. Hey, thank you for spending your time with us here at Weird Mountain Gals. We sure do appreciate it. You know, I know time is the most important thing we have, so I promise that if you take your time to listen to us, we'll take our time to continue to be weird. Many thanks to Sunslice Records for all the help. We couldn't do it without you, Craig. Check out our social media for information, community, or a few laughs. W-Y-R-D Mountain Gals.